Hello everyone and welcome to 17 and Sectioned. I am your host, Philippa, and in this podcast we are going to be diving into all things mental health. I just want to add a small disclaimer here. This podcast is in no way meant to replace any kind of medical advice, so if you are struggling, please do speak to a healthcare professional or a registered mental health charity. Just please don't suffer alone. I also just wanted to add a trigger warning. This is a podcast about mental health and some of the topics discussed could be triggering for some listeners. Okay, so with that being said, let's get on with the show. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to 17 in Sectioned. I hope you are all doing very well and having a nice summer. It's been hot, hasn't it? Like, very, very hot. I don't know why I started with that. I just felt that it was important to note. I personally don't get on well when it's really hot, so I have struggled with this heat wave and just, yeah. I think it's so different to when you're in a hot country and it's hot and you can sit by the pool and chill out, but when you have to go to work and when you work somewhere where there is no air conditioning, you have to wear a black polo shirt, you're not allowed to have your shoulders out, you're not allowed to have your sh- your toes out, so I, I can't wear sandals. Um, it wasn't very nice. Also, because I work in an inpatient unit, we don't have windows that open. Um, so we have windows that push open and they're really hard to describe. You just sort of push forward and then they go out by like a few inches and then around the outside of the window, you have tiny, tiny little holes, um, smaller than like a beehive kind of holes that let a very, very, very small lot of air in. So yeah, it was not fun in that heat wave. Let me just say that. And I am pleased it's cooling off and I'm getting excited for autumn already. But enough talk about the seasons. I am gonna come at you today with a topic that I am really, really excited to talk about and I'm sure will stretch across many episodes and not just this one. This one can just be a nice little introduction. Um, But that topic is spirituality not to be confused with religion. They're very different things. I personally am not a religious person. I am a very spiritual person. But I would like to preface this episode and just like my podcast in general. um, I personally don't believe in a religion, but that's just my belief. And I just think that everyone should be free to believe what they believe. You might not believe in what I'm going to be talking about today. You might think I'm talking a load of caca that's fine that's your opinion my saying i heard it from someone a long time ago do whatever floats your boat as long as you don't sink anyone else's so do you know what if something makes you happy if it's something that makes me happy i'm gonna do it if it makes you happy you should do it but just don't bring anyone down and yeah that's that's sort of it so i invite you to come into this episode with a very open mind and just get curious I guess about this topic and I just wanted to sort of touch on how it's helped me, why I enjoy it, what it is, um, yeah and we'll just see how we go with it. I'm probably going to be focusing in on a couple of different areas specifically so I'm going to talk about the moon and lunar cycles and I want to talk about astrology as well so linking to the moon but more about our birth charts and our star signs all that fun stuff um 
there is more that I could go into, like I said, but maybe let's just start there and see how we go. So I invite you to go and get yourself a cup of tea. I am currently drinking a chamomile and honey tea. It's the first time having this one and I've had a few sips and I quite like it. So go and get yourself a cuppa if you haven't already and I'm going to start. So starting off with the moon, I got interested in the lunar cycles probably just over a year ago now, so not too long ago. It's something that I've never really looked into. Like I've always been aware that the moon has somewhat of an effect on us. I know that obviously it pulls the tides and we as humans are made up of what, like 80% water. So therefore it's gonna impact us. And I always know that around a full moon, I struggle to sleep and I know that emotions can get heightened around a full moon. I think I knew that. I knew that about the emotions pre-looking into it but I never really knew any more than that um and then yeah a year or so ago I was speaking to my friend Georgie and I can't remember how it came up I think I was just talking about this sort of time in my life and how being in your like mid to late 20s feels really weird and yada 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 and she put me onto a podcast called Saturn Returns and I don't want to be dramatic but I do feel like this podcast changed my life in a way because it really opened my eyes to the world of astrology and then also led me down this amazing path, like learning about the moon. Um, so Saturn Returns is hosted by Kaggy Dunlop and each episode, Kaggy looks into different areas of your life that's impacted by your Saturn Return, which is this period of your life in your late 20s where things feel all over the shop she interviews people she talks about different topics she discusses different ideas so sobriety um the lunar cycles where she talks to Kirsty gallagher which is how i got into learning about the lunar cycles um lots of other things as well it is an amazing podcast i highly highly recommend you go and give it a listen i actually got to meet Kirsty and kaggy earlier this year at um Kaggy Saturn Returns live show and they were just the most beautiful people inside and out and just made me feel so welcome and yeah they were just super kind and lovely and speaking to them really I don't know I just felt really at ease with them and being able to talk about like these expansive subjects and it was just they were so open-minded and all the women that were there were so open-minded and it felt like a real um a really safe space to be and to discuss all the different things that are coming up for us at this point in our life and to share the space with people who are experiencing the same types of things it was amazing and it really just linked back to why the podcast had been created Saturn Returns was created by Kagi after she went through a period in her late 20s where her life completely changed and her priorities completely changed and it links to the fact that Saturn, the planet, takes 29 years to orbit the sun. So each planet basically is linked with different aspects of your life and Saturn really highlights a lot of the major aspects of your life. It's really hard to describe, actually. Um, to get more of an understanding, I would recommend going to listen to Kagi's um, podcast, Saturn Returns. Um, but basically, it said that 
within sort of 27 and a half to 29 that sort of period and before and after lots of things in your life come up so um it forces you to address aspects of your life that you might not have addressed before um so relationships that are causing you a lot of negativity that might be brought to the subject or the to the surface or say you're in a career that isn't in alignment with your soul's path or your sort of main purpose in life that will be brought up so it is a really big time in your life and within this podcast Kagi talks about and interviews lots of people discussing lots and lots of different topics and within that she I listened to an episode where she spoke to Kirsty about the moon and it just really resonated with me and I absolutely loved what she said and I found it super, super interesting and it did take me a long time and I'm still massively learning. So I've, like I said, I've only been learning about the moon for about a year so I'm still very much a baby in this sort of like knowledge area. But what I've learned so far has really helped me with my mental health and with my well-being. You know, it's just been a really fascinating thing to look into and to actually sort of lead your life by. So if you don't know, the lunar cycle is about 28 days, um, which is the same as a female's menstrual cycle, which is very interesting and I believe is all very much linked up but I might get back into that later. But the lunar cycle, let's start with the new moon. So day one, we start at the new moon and that is when it's a really good time to sort of like set your intentions for the month and for the time ahead. Um, And also dependent on where the moon is in the constellation. So if it's in a certain star sign, i.e. Virgo, Leo, Capricorn, that will make that moon more powerful and potent within that um star signs area i guess so for example we've just had a new moon in leo and leo is a very out there um star sign it's a i think it's a fire sign but the leo energy is stereotypically about um expression and pride in your accomplishments so it's a really good time to start something new to put out um ideas for new work creations new um creative projects it's very different to the energy of say the taurus new moon as taurus and leo are very very different in what they represent yeah taurus is an earth sign so it's a lot more about being grounded and focusing on sort of slowing down and savoring life so basically yeah each new moon happens and you plant your seeds of intention people do rituals and everyone has their own kind of new moon rituals i i just looked at the recording time and it was 11 11 as i was saying that so that's cool i love a good angel number so my new moon ritual changes each month. Um, I try to put some time aside to sort of like clean my space. My I'm quite a tidy person anyway, so my house is normally nice and tidy, but just to sort of maybe focus on something that I want to clear out and tidy up, like a cupboard or something. Um, I normally have a bath and have candles and crystals, and then I set some time aside to light the candles at my desk and pick some crystals that I feel are 
calling to me or feel, I don't think I'm woo-woo for saying that but or that I feel particularly relevant for this period um and then I set my intentions and I normally have something that represents each of the four elements so I have something to represent earth fire water and air so air will be like um burning sage or burning palo santo wood earth I have the crystal or crystals water I will just get like a little glass of water to put there and fire I have a candle um so I do that I write my intentions and my affirmations for the month and what I want to focus on and I will say when I first started doing like a lunar um ritual or getting into the lunar cycles I did feel quite overwhelmed and sometimes I still can but I have to really just sort of stop and be like no I'm doing this because I enjoy it and I can't do this wrong like however I do this is right for me and I think I had in my head probably a lot to social media when you see how the people do their rituals you think oh I should be doing it like that no how you do it is right for you so there's no need to put any pressure on yourself. Something else that I like to do is a new moon meditation. I am subscribed to a few people on YouTube that release meditations for each period of the moon, so new moon and full moons, um, and also some waxing and some waning moon. What is that tapping? I'm sorry if any of you heard that, it's really bugging me. But yeah, I'll do a new moon meditation. Um, journal a bit maybe let some things out onto paper that isn't just my intentions and my affirmations and just really see it as like a starting point of the month to really like focus on what I want to do how I want to be this month do I want to focus on self-care or have I got like a project I want to focus on um so yeah so that happens at the new moon and then you've got the the waxing crescent moon that goes into a waxing gibbous moon I think which yes takes you to the full moon so the time between the new moon and the full moon is two weeks and after the first week after the first after the new moon sort of the halfway point between the new moon and the full moon you have the first quarter so that is a time to sort of take stock on what you've put out into the world how your intentions are going are you sort of living in alignment with what you've set yourself that's how I see it anyway other people might interpret it completely differently but that's how I see it um and then you look at sort of the next week is a time it takes you up to the full moon so it's still putting out those seeds of intention and working on your goals and then when you get to the full moon it's like this big point I think I heard Kirsty Gallagher once describe it as look at the moon cycles if you're taking a big breath so you start off and you breathe in and you're breathing in and you're building up all your energy and you're putting out, oh, getting to the big breath. And then at the top is the full moon. So that's when you get like your energy is at its highest. And then you start letting it out and then you slowly let it out until two weeks after the full moon, you get to the dark moon, which goes into the new moon. So going back to when you're at the full moon, that is when energies are at their highest. That's probably a time when you might struggle to sleep maybe if you haven't done some of the things that you wanted to do that month that might be playing on your mind people people just get a bit crazy around the full moon it really is a thing um yeah like the energies are super high and i think it just plays with people in very different ways yeah so the full moon is a time to really take stock and 
stop and look at what hasn't been serving you and what hasn't been helping you reach your goals um and actually releasing it's like a releasing ritual so you might have had a goal to do something but you've been doubting yourself and that little like seed of doubt is there and you can hear it and it's really annoying you so you get to the form and you think i want to release this doubt because i don't need it it's not serving me it's not bringing me any joy so i'm just going to let it go so you can do that however you feel is fit like i said everyone has their own kind of rituals for me on a full moon again i tend to have a full moon bath um i'll put like salts in there and um make it a bit like a self-love bath as well so i put like rose petals and have a nice bubble bath from lush and crystals and a bit of incense and i really take that time as some self-care and what i like to do is once i've had my bath i drain the water while i'm still in there and like I visualize the water draining away as all the things in my life that aren't serving me anymore going away going down the drain they're not needed anymore um and I find that to be a really lovely thing to do I don't always do it for ages I'm not like in the bath for an hour or anything I just like to sit like what I don't sit in the bath I lie in the bath and just relax sometimes I'll listen to a meditation sometimes I'll watch pretty little lies on Netflix just do whatever floats my boat really and then I tend to after I've had my bath um and I've meditated I will then write out what I'm releasing and then I tend to fold the paper like if I've written down a piece of paper I fold it away from me so that's different I didn't mention that when you set your Newman intentions what I like to do is once I've written them I fold the paper towards me a few times just to sort of symbolize like bringing those things to me whereas when I'm writing my release list I will fold them away from me and then I normally take those things and put them in a fireproof pot and set fire to them in my garden as a nice little release ritual and it is so satisfying to watch the smoke and just picture all the things that you don't want to take with you into the like the rest of the month or the rest of your life going up in flames I love it but be safe. If you do that, word of warning, just be safe. I am not encouraging you to play with fire. I'm just simply saying, if you would like to do that, please do it, but do it in a safe way. Um, so yeah, I guess then after the full moon, it's really about sort of taking that time to just like let the things go. I don't really tend to start any new projects in the time around the full moon. I know a lot of people like to manifest around that time. I personally do any kind of like manifesting nearer the, the new moon and let the full moon be a time to just sort of start to rest because when you get down to the dark moon in a few weeks after the full moon, the energy that you have is so low. Like, I don't know if anyone notices, but I feel so tired around the dark moon. Like, I get bone tired where... I just, yeah, can't think of what I want to do. I don't want to do anything. I just want to rest. And so I sort of use the two weeks after the full moon. Obviously, I do what I need to do still, but I don't put pressure on myself to really start anything new. Um, it's a time to start beginning more of a restful period. Like, if you look at nature, nature rests, doesn't it? It has its cycle. It has spring, summer, autumn, winter. And I guess if you compare the lunar cycle to nature cycle, spring is sort of the new moon, summer is building up to the full moon, 
autumn is when the full moon starts and you start to the leaves fall from the trees and you start to sort of rest and let go of things right into winter where it's like dark and cold and you're resting and that's the dark moon and then it comes into spring again um so i think it is just such a wonderful thing to i don't want to say base your life on at all but to incorporate into your lifestyle however you choose to do that it might be really really loosely it might just having be it might just be that you have an awareness of the lunar cycles you know, and just think, do you know what, right now, I feel a bit funky, is that the moon, should I be resting, you know, look in the sky, is the moon thin, or is it big, and if it's big, it's, you know, probably coming up to a full moon, or is it starting to get small, should I be resting and be a bit quieter, and I think, as like a society, we've got so out of sync with nature you know like we go on holidays in the winter to hotter places and we don't actually i don't know the right word but we don't respect that we are living beings in the same way that nature is alive and nature lives in cycles so we probably should be living in cycles you know like back in the day long 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 time ago we lived by the moon and we lived by the nature cycles and we don't do that anymore and I just love that what people like Kirsty Gallagher are doing is bringing this way of life to work for modern day life, if that makes sense. And I love it. I love really getting to know myself better and feeling like I'm, without sounding cheesy, feeling like I'm honouring myself by actually thinking about what's important to me this month, what isn't important to me, what's not bringing me joy, what am I going to let go of? And yeah setting goals and actually if you look at when you set like a new year's resolution how often do we stick to it hardly ever but when you're setting goals month by month they don't have to be big goals little things you actually stick to it because you're looking at what's holding you back from achieving those goals and letting them go so that you can focus on doing what's right for you and also you can maybe have one big goal for the year and each new moon you're planting goals and setting intentions to work away at it bit by bit by bit I just think it is fascinating and there is so much within the lunar cycle. Definitely go and check out Kirsty Gallagher on Instagram and read her books if you haven't done so or listen to her audiobooks. Get You can get them on Audible or whatever and they're just a really lovely thing to educate yourself on, to read up or to listen to and just become more aware of what's going on in the sky and how that impacts us. So moving slightly away from the moon... Um, going back to more astrology i have always been a person who reads horoscopes and it's been part of me it's like that's really interesting and i never really understood it i didn't understand that like why we have hor- they were just there like everyone has a star sign but what i didn't know was that everyone has a birth chart and what a birth chart is it's described as a snapshot of the sky at the time of which you were born so um it shows you where the sun was where the moon was where all the planets were and other aspects that are still a little bit confusing to me but i'm learning um but from my understanding you have let's focus on the big three to begin with because actually if you think about how many planets there are there's a lot you can get into but you can find this information out by going on to various websites online and um, typing in where you were born and what time you were born. It's really important that you know what time you were born. Um, 
to find your birth chart. So your big three are your sun sign, your moon sign, and your ascending, which is also known as your rising sign. So the sun is where the sun was when you were born, and that is the star sign that we all probably are more familiar with. So um, if you were born, I'm born at the end of August, I'm a Virgo. If you were born, um, you know, in June, middle of June, you're a Gemini. Those things are the star signs that we are all aware of. So the moon, um, your moon sign is obviously where the moon was when you were born, and that represents your emotional side. So the sun represents more of like your ego, and it sort of represents like your core sense of self. And your ascendant sign is the the identity that you put out to other people. I find it really hard to explain what ascendant means because obviously with the other planets, it's like where was your sun when you were born, where was your moon, your ascendant, I've googled it, and the definition that it says is, the rising sign refers to the zodiac sign that was rising, or ascending, hence why it's also referred to as the ascendant, in the eastern horizon when you were born. So to me that doesn't really make much sense, but what it means is that that is what you put out to other people, so what other people see you as. So, for me, I am a Sun Virgo, Moon Virgo, and Cancer Ascendant. So, my core, like, personality and identity that I see myself as as Virgo, and my emotional self is also a Virgo. And that's really helpful for me because I find it makes things super easy in terms of, like, making emotional decisions because I just sort of link up in my sense of self, if that makes sense. Um, but my ascendant is what I put out to other people is a cancer. And apparently those traits are that you're soft, loving, caring, and a good nurturer. Um, but at the same time, you're a strict disciplinarian. I mean, I feel like that kind of encapsulates me. And uh, let me know if you agree or disagree for those who know me well. Um, but I'd f- say that it's really interesting to find out your big three and just your general birth chart. Um... I feel like it gives you a much greater sense of knowing yourself. And I think that's what I love about this whole, I hate this phrase, but this whole journey with astrology and the moon. It I feel like I'm know I'm learning more about myself and getting to know myself so much better. And I use an app called CoStar, and it's the app that I use to find out my birth chart, and it shows you the image of your I'm just going to get it up on my phone now. It gets up your cycle. Your cycle? No, it doesn't. It gets up your birth chart as a, as a circle. But it also shows it as like a table. Um, I find the circle one absolutely beautiful to look at. But it still looks quite confusing. But the table shows you where all the planets and um, the sun and the moon were. But also shows you what houses they're in. Now that's part of it that I am still learning about. So I'm not going to say anything about that until I understand it a lot more clearly so we'll skip over houses for a moment um but yeah i would definitely recommend if you haven't look at costar and what i love about this app is that each day it gives you updates so for example i can press updates and it says today and then it tells me sort of where there might be power or where there might be pressure or trouble within my life so it gives you different areas so routine spirituality social life self thinking and create creativity and sex and love 
so it shows you sort of if that's going to be um, a pressure or power in that area and it also has this bit that says three do's and three don'ts and it sort of explains how you're feeling at that point in time so I tend to look at it in the morning and it just sometimes I forget and sometimes things happen so when I first announced that I was gonna when I first put my podcast post on Instagram and actually put it out into the world that I was going to do this um I hadn't checked CoStar that day and I went on to look at my CoStar and um one of my do's for that day was podcast and just like little things like that little synchronicities come up and people that I had recommended the app to have come back to me and said oh my goodness like this app is amazing and there are so many synchronicities that come up and and yeah like I said before it's just that deeper level of knowing yourself and understanding yourself um which really helps me in other areas so in terms of like my journaling I've been really trying to be better at journaling it's something that I've always sort of dabbled in but this year I set the task of no I'm actually gonna have a regular journal that I write things down in and I was gonna have one for like my anxiety thoughts one for positive events that have happened blah 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 but actually what works for me is just having one book that I just write everything down in I brain dump in there I reflect I write what's happened in my life and I sort of think about where I'm at in terms of my moon cycle and my goals and all that kind of stuff and it's just so helpful and I really do feel like journaling is such a healthy expression of um emotions and I've had times where me and my friend Georgie who I mentioned at the start of this podcast I'll voice note to her and be like feeling really stressed and overwhelmed and blah 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 and things don't feel right and she'll say do some journaling and I'll go back to her and be like I've just journaled and I've written for four pages and I feel so much better and yeah to me it all links together journaling and the moon and knowing yourself and having that lovely understanding of what's going on in your brain um but also how that links to what is going on in the the sky and within the planets and the moon and the the stars and just all of that and it just feels really magic i absolutely love it just a really quick section before we finish up i wanted to talk about menstrual cycles and how that all links in with knowing ourselves a bit better the moon cycles all that kind of stuff it does all have a bit of a link and I just think it's a really important thing to touch on so um, it's probably a topic that I would like to go into a lot more depth in um, but for now I just wanted to sort of give a brief overview on how it links in with the lunar cycles and sort of knowing ourselves a little bit better so yeah as I said at the beginning I think it is no coincidence that the lunar cycle is 28 days and the average ideal menstrual cycle it's also 28 days i think it all links up and i have found something really useful and that is tracking my period with not only the app that tracks where you're at in your cycle but an app called moody that i think i heard about via kaggy's podcast on saturn returns and it is an app that you use in the same way that you use something like flow where you track your period but it also shows you insights into what's going on in your body at that time so the reason that I feel this is all really linked up is because I look at my moody app and I look at my co-star app 
sort of at the same time just to get a bit of a snapshot of where I'm at and your moody app will say to you either you're in this phase of your cycle or um and this is what you is going to be coming up for you and this is what you can do to help that and the thing that I really really love about it is that it gives you an option at the end to rate how um correct it's been so you can say like no this isn't the case you know you're off or yeah no this is completely right um and I found that to be really really useful and also looking at like where I am in my bleed so for example there are points in your period where you feel more creative and more ready to start new projects and if that links up with certain it's really hard to explain certain points of the lunar cycle you can use that to your advantage to help with your creative projects or to know that it's time for you to really slow down and really um, rest different people's menstrual cycles affect them in different ways say let's say that i start my period when um the new moon starts so i'm in sync with the new moon which has happened to me before and it's really really nice and that's how we always used to be like back in the day we'd bleed with the new moon and people who lived together would the women would get together and like celebrate their moon cycles and their periods and all that kind of stuff but that would be a really good time to start a project but some people differ within their cycle so for me I um am really creative in the point just after like I've started my period after a few days I get really really creative and that doesn't always sync up with the new moon that could be like between the full moon and the dark moon so actually I need to be really mindful of okay if I want to be creative maybe it's a point of journaling down on my creative ideas or starting something that isn't too stressful to try and keep that balance I don't know if I'm explaining this properly I'm, I'm probably not so it might be something that I go into in more depth on a different day I really hope that you haven't found this chat like too woo woo and have been able to sort of just come at it with an open mind I know it's not for everyone but I love it and I would love to talk about this in more detail um there's other stuff to spirituality that I would love to get into um that we can touch on in other episodes but for now I think I'll just leave it there I would like to advise you to go and listen if you'd like to to Kagi's podcast to check her out and to check out um Kirsty on Instagram I'm going to link their um instagrams in the show notes and also the details for the moody app and for costar um definitely worth checking out but yeah also if you don't try journaling try writing out your feelings try if your brain feels really full having a bit of a brain dump on some paper just letting it all out have a bit of a flow just don't think too much and just let pen go to paper and see where it takes you um i find it to be a really cathartic thing to do and I would love to know if you think the same but I will leave it there for now if you've enjoyed today's episode please feel free to leave a review on whichever streaming platform you listen to your podcasts um it helps more people find the show and if you are not already please follow us on instagram it is at one seven and sectioned that's all from me and I'll be in your ears again very soon bye mm-hmm.